Hello and welcome everybody to the STS podcast that is shooting the shit. I am your host here once again, Eugene Caffin, and I am here to um, shoot the shit. That, that does mean have a good chat um, for those people not in Australia with um, a few of my good buddies. So I have a few people joining me tonight, uh, some of the regulars, um, and to get started, I have my excellent friend, Joey. Joey, how are you doing tonight? Hey man, I'm pretty good. I am ready to shoot some motherfucking shit. Yep. <laughs> nice. I see you taking advantage of our explicit tag. I am. Yep. Good. Take I that, expect- fuckers. <laughs> I'm shitting in your, on your grave, Steve. Who's, who's the CEO of Apple? Steve Mobs? I don't know. Steve yeah, Steve Mobs. That sounds about right. No, no, no. Guys, it's Tim Apple. Duh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Tim Apple. Tim Apple. Okay. Um, yep. The other person in the background you heard is uh, Brenton. How are you doing, Brenton? I'm fantastic and on time, obviously. Yep, obviously on time. We are team punctuality over here. <laughs> yeah. Good. Are you, are you ready to shoot, shoot the shit, man? I'm so ready. My bum is prepared. Yep, good, good. And last well, your bum but... is prepared. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my anus. All Take right, that, right, fair Tim enough. Apple. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and last but definitely not least, uh, we have Mr. Sherry. Sherry, how are you doing? Yeah, pretty good. Ready to do this stuff and have a good chat. Yep, nice, nice. So uh, we all have some wonderful facts from the past two weeks ready to talk about and share with you guys and get everyone's opinion on it. Um, so without further ado, Brenton, you can go first this week, man. What have you got for us? Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Okay, so firstly... You have all the probably... time in the world now. <laughs> That's what you think. Um, I firstly like to give a PSA to everyone who might live in Australia and or New South Wales that daylight savings transition happened this morning. So <laughs> oh, yeah, if you're trying true. to arrange something with people from Queensland, turns out everything's an hour earlier. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, but PSA, uh, daylight savings is now over for people in Australia. So if you're listening to this... Um, it's probably a bit late and you should change your clock if it hasn't done it already. Yeah, exactly. Actually, that's just like a technical marvel. I'd like us all to appreciate that like literally every clock in my house, including like my Chromecast, which is literally a, a computer, like hooked up to my TV, mm. all correctly reset the time. Yeah, I know, right? It's amazing. Can you imagine like when you have like an analog clock and you've got to take it off the wall and remember how to like reset it? Mm-hmm. Well, it's generally not that difficult, right? There's like, you know, these gears at the back or whatever. That's true. I may have oversold had difficulties, but it's sure it's annoying, especially they obviously have to do it exactly 3 a.m. Mm. or it's against the law. Do you know the one that I found really strange is that my digital watch, right, uh, took, mm. in, took into account a leap year. Oh, yeah? Shit. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> that's really Yeah, cool. that was like, that was my like thing. I was like, oh my God, I just don't need to tell you that it's like the 28th of February. <laughs> Next, next they'll have some sort of algorithm to tell when Easter's going to be. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? Fucking hell. So, like, you know, something that just tells you when Easter's going to be every year. I mean, that's the point where computers are literally more advanced enough because I don't fucking know when Easter is. Oh, mate. Yeah, (laughs) it's like some complicated bunch of rules that are, like, obviously pagan in nature. No, it's it's Babylonians' fault. Blame the Babylonians. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Because we know exactly when Jesus was born, but when he died, it's a fucking mystery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lost to the ages. Exactly. All right. So my, my main item 
well, first main item, let's see if there's a second, is that, so an art, a good news article that came out uh, a couple of days ago um, on Ars Technica saying, I mean, Google's constant product shutdowns are damaging its brand. So I'm work in the tech industry, which might be a shock to a lot of you, I'm sure. Um, and something I've been seeing coming up in tech news a lot lately is that Google is shutting down like a bunch of services. So Google, for those that don't know, is what's called the search engine. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, for, 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 for those of you obviously using the superior search engine, DuckDuckGo, Google is a, a minor competitor. <laughs> what? <laughs> you mean Alta Vista? Jesus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> No, I still, I'm still asking Jeeves, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically, um, yeah, so Google has a search engine, but I mean, maybe this is obvious, but maybe not. Like Google also has a shitload of other services like YouTube, Gmail, like Gmail's probably used, but YouTube's part of Google or Alphabet, whatever. So Alphabet is like the parent company for Google now for like complicated financial reasons. The point is some stuff is like, technically part of Alphabet, not of Google, but whatever. Point is, Google, YouTube, Gmail, holy, like a ton. Anyway, including some services that mm. Google's shutting down. Anyway, so specifically, Google's shutting down, like, Hangouts again. No, they're shutting down Google. Yeah, sorry. Google Man. has so many chat services. They're mixed up with which one was getting cancelled. Yeah, I reckon. <laughs> oh, shit. So, so like, is it Hangouts or something? So, Hangouts, Google+. Okay, Plus, so so Hangouts is going again? So, uh, okay, to be honest, this is just the... F okay, so because you, like, work in tech, maybe you're used to... <sighs> Hangouts was originally a thing you could use to do video chats, like yeah. Skype, but mm. Googlier. And then they, <laughs> also, they also made it so you could use it, like, send, like, chat messages using it, like Facebook Messenger, but Googlier. And then if you had an Android device, Hangouts was, like, an app your SMSs were in there as, as well as your chats and your video calling, all in one app. And then they decided that Google said this was a bad thing and decided to split Hangouts. And then now, what, like, okay, not to go too far down the rabbit hole, what they're trying to do with Hangouts is make it like the, the corporate, like, video meeting product only. Well, for business. Yeah, exactly. Mm, yeah, exactly okay. like um, formerly known as Link or Skype. Yeah, now known as Skype for Business. Uh, or like if you're in the tech world, business world, web, uh, Cisco WebEx is like another one in the same category. Anyway, it's such a snooze of a story because guess what? No one gives a shit about Google's fucking like product differentiation strategy, <laughs> except mm. fuckers like me. But anyway, <laughs> the net net of this, as I like to say, is that like Hangouts is being further like shut down for like regular plebs to use. And now it's like just the corporate one. Although... Maybe this is worse. More kind of more relevant is that Google Plus is being like for real. Actually, has just been like for really real shut down. Oh, really? Now, so Google no longer has a Facebook competitor. No. So I'll go into that. I'm just going to finish the list. Google Play Music, um, which is basically like it's Spotify app music. Like it's exactly the same thing. This one's just with Google on it, and it's going to get like rolled into YouTube Music, which is a thing that already exists somehow. And yeah, then, I can understand why, why that's happening. Yeah, so Google Inbox is also like been recently terminated. The fuck is uh, what the Inbox? hell is like, Google I'm... Inbox? Okay, I, All I, right. I, why would I want that over Gmail? Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Good, great. You know what? I was worried there wouldn't be enough to talk about here, but fortunately, <laughs> you guys are obviously aren't familiar with the entire 
Google product suite. <laughs> no, we have no fucking idea. Especially since I have Gmail. <laughs> Let me school you. All right. So basically, Google had Gmail for ages, and it's great. And then Google's like, that's like boring and old. What about Google Inbox? Which is, it's also an online email solution. The main difference is that it had like a bit of a different UI. It had a bunch of like cool add-on features. To be honest, I think what it really was is like they wanted to rewrite Gmail, but they didn't want to keep all the features and they wanted to add a bunch of new features. So like, all right, go build Inbox separately and you can like switch back between them. But when you use Inbox, you have this, so the main cool features, it had some like really cool to-do list stuff and had like this cool like, if you had like an email and it was like a flight itinerary, you could like click into it and like check in like from within Inbox, like cool like native buttons instead of having to like, fuck off to Virgin Australia's website and log into their shitty thing with like your last name and like, you know, other information no one could ever possibly guess mm. and check in. Stuff so like it's, that. Like, it's like Outlook for the web, but like Gmail already has a calendar function. Yeah, like basically like G- they're kind of like, okay, we've done email. What if you treated email instead of just being like blobs of shit that you send back and forth as like a rich data sort of thing? It, look, some parts of it were kind of cool. Like the idea of being like, well, hang on a minute. Rather than just having to send you a shitty link of like checking in, why do we have like a cool thing where it checks in? And also, imagine if Google like could guess that it's probably a flight check-in. That means you probably have a flight. And it could like do stuff like tell you how long it's going to take you to the airport without you having to like fuck around and like copy-paste shit into Google Maps. I mean, wow. I, I, I get it, but like good luck getting all, all of the third-party Chinese fuck-off um, vendors supporting what? Uh, I mean, like, so uh, I guess you call them some Google <laughs> mails instead of emails. Um, I think you, I mean, yeah, we can workshop the name. <laughs> we yeah, need to make it a little bit more proprietary first. Google mails, Google mails, as well. Like some of their functionality is just like things that Gmail like actually does. Yeah, um, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, no, like. What? Like no, I order okay. a movie ticket and then like yeah. it puts a fucking item in my calendar and a reminder going, Hey, you have this movie that you've booked in, you know? Yeah. Okay. So to be fair, so what happened is they just, mm. Google decided, they so, okay, Inbox is probably not a great example of like evil Google shutting down a service, screwing people over because yeah, like they basically were like, why don't we just make Gmail better? Like put the work in and then port the good features from Inbox back to Gmail and then we won't need two email clients. And that's what they did. Mm, okay. Like, this one isn't really bad. It's just, like, another... The the author of this article is trying to construct a narrative, guys, and your facts aren't really helping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, no. Um, another big one is, well, big, is Google Allo. Yeah. You guys ever heard of that? Uh, that's the, no that's the Russian idea. spy app, right? Um, it's not to be more specific, but also... <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, so this was another one of Google's like chat messaging products. So they had like so they've had like Hangouts and they had Android Messages. Sorry, no, they had GTalk. Then they had Google Wave. Then they had Google Hangouts. Then they had Android Messages. Then they had Google Allo, and then they had Google Duo. Google Duo was like another video chat product, but it was like more like FaceTime. Yeah, you call like one person. So it's like Hangouts, but worse. And this is somehow a better product. Anyway, <laughs> then Allo was like another chat product. And so basically, Google is killing like most of the above, like sometime this year. And there's also killed a bunch of like some stuff recently. 
And I'll agree that not all of it is like bad, but the author's narrative is that essentially, let's say you start using a good, like, let's say, I don't know, Inbox comes out and you're like, oh, fuck, this is great. Like, it looks better than Gmail. It also like looked better than Gmail for a while because it got material design kind of first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Material design is like the look and feel and user interface of like all the current Google properties. Um, so, like, it was all jazzed up and stuff when it first came out. Anyway. So let's say it's 2012, whenever this came out, 2015, bloody hell. And you are like, okay, I love Gmail. What's this Google inbox? Oh, it looks way better. Let me switch to inbox. And now you're like, oh, well, Google's killing inbox. All right. I have to go back to Gmail. That's okay. But when, let's say Google comes out with another new product. Ah, for example, Stadia. All right. So let's Ooh. say Google comes out. Yeah. So this is where we <laughs> look back. Uh-huh. So. Google Stadia comes out and you're like, okay, uh, what if I sign up for this and start paying money and investing my emotional energy and time into this product and money? Well, who's to say that Google's not going to decide that Stadia would be better repurposed as like part of YouTube and kill Stadia in like three years? Um, or let's say you hang out to business. Who's not to say that Google's going to like somehow mm. fuck that up? Yeah, <laughs> that was like my reservations exactly. Like, well, not not like you know, the cancelling of it, just the, like, handling of the project in general. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. Google Play Music. Like, I'm actually a, user, a paying user of Google Play Music. Mm-hmm. And it includes some fucking YouTube Red bullshit. Basically, uh, you guys are, like, you guys know about YouTube Red? Yeah, I do. Cool. So, yeah, basically, it's, like, there's some quote-unquote exclusive content you can get. But the main advantage is that it removes ads from YouTube, mm-hmm. like, without a blocker. Mm-hmm. Um also on like the mobile app, which you usually you can't use an ad blocker with and stuff like that. Anyway, so like, that's cool. And I, I know vaguely of YouTube music, it's kind of like this alter interface with like just music and stuff. And like, that's cool. But now Google's telling me some, like eventually they're gonna move, they're gonna like get rid of Google Play Music and it's gonna be YouTube music. And I'm like, well, is it gonna fix any of the problems that I currently have with Google Play Music or just like introduce different ones? So, and like, because the narrative here is kind of like basically Google. I don't know if this is, a, I think this is a Google thing. There was like a quote where Google basically said, like, we basically don't launch something unless it's going to have a billion like monthly active users, like, or more. Oh, shit. To be like a long term sustainable. Yeah. And that's like, makes sense. If you think about Google search and like YouTube and Android and like Gmail and stuff, which was like all these users. And yeah, they would have a fuckload of monthly active users, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, because the other thing is that Android is penetrated all these markets. Oh, penetrated, lol. When, where <laughs> I, you know, iPhones are just too expensive and Apple doesn't give a shit about, you know, poor, poor cunts. Uh, so, like, in terms of total user base, Android is, like, way bigger than iOS in terms of, like, actual users. And so, basically, if you Google comes out a new product, it's like, okay, is this going to get a billion users or not? And if it doesn't, even if it's like paying customers, then you're kind of like being hung out to dry. Mm-hmm. And so the narrative here is that like, as, as this keeps happening, and as Google is not always super clear about why they're killing stuff, why they're creating something when they already have a product in the same space, um, and basically it's not clear to people outside Google, even in te- the tech industry, like what their strategy is. 
to know what's like going to be core and non-core. And so then a new product comes out from Google. It's like, well, does that mean that people are not going to adopt it because they're waiting and seeing? But that means that they'll never get the billion users they want, which means they're going to kill it anyway. Mm. And it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Ah, prophecy. Yeah, man. It sounds like a pretty vicious uh, cycle, actually. They've kind of like fucked themselves in, in a few ways from what I can tell. Yeah. And I mean, Google's also like a big government contractor, so it's not like they're going away anytime soon. No, of course not. Like, I mean, so for, okay, to be fair, like for all the hemming and whoring in like the, the Hacker News comments, like you can be fairly confident that Google's not going to like delete Google search anytime soon or like YouTube or, you yeah. know, basically anything that sells ads, you're usually pretty safe that it's going to stick around. Because YouTube is a vehicle. I mean, YouTube and Gmail and Google Search, obviously, are all vehicles to sell advertisements. Yeah. And, like, that's how they make money, um, you know, as overall as business. But it's like, okay, well, what about things that are in between or that don't have ads? In them? Like, Google Play Music, there's no free version. You have to pay for it. Um, yeah, which is fine, because, like, for me. But that means it doesn't really fit their core strategy. So are they going to move Google Play to YouTube Music? And then when that... That doesn't get them the users. They're just going to kill it. Yeah, but the, well, like the other option is not making software. And like, do you really yeah. imagine Google not making software as like Google technology? We don't make software. <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a new motto after we replace "Don't be evil." Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah I suppose. Yeah. I like that motto. <laughs> yeah, but like, or like you know, with I mean, I suppose I'm not saying that like. I'm not necessarily advocating that they should never try anything new and that they should, you know, I mean, like, no, 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 no. Brad, 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 you're talking about Google, the company that, like, literally makes weather balloons and self-driving cars. True. Um, but where are those weather balloons now? <laughs> Probably cancelled. Yeah, of course, because this is a fucking concept thing that they did ages ago. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, like, like, right alongside their um, portable weather stations and shit like that. All right. So to go, I mean, the, the, so the author, in the author's defense, they give an example of Google Plus where, mm. and I think, was this in the article in the Hacker News comments about it, but basically that like when G, G Plus came out, like it was being, it was pushed really hard, like from top to bottom of Google as like, like this is going to be a permanent thing. This is going to be the future of Google. Like this is not going away, you know. That's because like, they, they wanted to intrude on Facebook. It was already a major player in the. Yeah, I, you're right. Like you, you sorry. I I know that, but you're correct. The, the audience might not. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> sorry, you're right. Sorry, sorry, audience. No, no, but no, you you've got a point. Like, I what I'm saying is like individually is like you know someone in the tech industry, someone who I suppose follows Google. Um, they, they never followed me back. Those cunts. <laughs> um, but I've got Sundar on on speed dial actually. Uh, really? <laughs> of course, I haven't even like. <laughs> Hey, Sandra, how's it going? I didn't know where you were going with the bit. Maybe you're having a whole bit. Are <laughs> you calling him up to have some Pepsi Max? No, I'll call him up to play, to, to, to play some cricket because he's Indian. Yeah, yeah. I, exactly. Yeah, he loves cricket. Uh, he loves for cricket. the fucking VBs, mate, obviously. <laughs> exactly. A hard-earned thirst. He has, like, you know, he's busy programming, going to meetings all day. He has a fucking hard-earned thirst, that dude. It does. I reckon Sandra does have a hard end thirsty car. Yeah. <laughs> thirsty for... No. A thirsty for shutting down products. <laughs> uh... 
take that Sunder <laughs> Sunder Pachan Suicide Watch. Man, it's <laughs> so so Brenton. The whole thing yep. I'm getting from this is that if you're in any kind of software development right now, whether yep. it's your Google or some, you know, random AAA gaming companies, you're just cancelling yep. shit left and right. Yeah, yeah, sorry. So I did want to yeah, actually um, discuss it, not just be broadcast my opinion. Um, so what is really interesting, again, well, I said I didn't want to share my opinion. What I think is, <laughs> <laughs> I think that this is, yeah, because like, see, that's the more interesting part, like, because you're right. Like, I mean, Google Plus is an example where, like, it's not that it had no users. It just didn't have as many users as Google wanted. Like, you know, that million, I'm pretty sure they had millions of users. But like for something is like if you compare that to Facebook, where Facebook is like I don't know, fucking two billion MAUs, whatever. Like it's obviously not going to look like anything. Like it's going to look like a ghost town, even though there might be millions. The point is, even though it was actually used by a lot of people in absolute terms, because it's not big enough, then it ends up getting shut down. And you know, so I'm sure there are some people who like somehow didn't realize that this was going nowhere and put their time and effort into it, and that's not going to be rewarded. But I think that the reason they're cancelling all this stuff now is because, and the you know, again, games companies cancel stuff. I think there it used to be like like Microsoft never cancels, almost never cancels anything, right? Like when Facebook announces, uh, sorry, when Microsoft announces they're killing like Windows Seven in like twenty twenty two or some bullshit, people are like, oh, what the fuck? How dare you? Why don't you Brenton. just like fuck Brenton. me in the ass and spit in my grave? Brenton. Yep. Just so on that point. Any user using a Windows machine right now can yep. still use fucking DOS prompt. But it's not supported. Yeah, correct. It's not supported, but you can still use fucking DOS prompt. Yep. That's how committed they are to fucking <laughs> supporting their products. <laughs> Actually, they, had, um, they have XP still on live support because of China. Yeah, I think, I mean, the, the main point with killing XP was to make sure that anyone who was using XP paid Microsoft a shitload of money for Microsoft to keep patching it. Yeah. Rather than Microsoft patching it for free for like fuckers who like yeah, <laughs> still want upgrade. Believe it or not, for those who are uninitiated, 2019, we're talking about a, a an operating system that came in the year 2000. Um, oh, Microsoft yeah. is still supporting it 19 years later. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to be, sl- I'm going to, um, Dancy Patty, Presenting Patrick's coming out. Hmm. Actually, it was 2001. Yeah, you're okay. So, <laughs> you know, I, I, uh, I, I was also like thinking about, you know, how we were talking about classic WoW. Um, yeah. Last episode, I was, I was thinking of getting the full classic WoW experience and uh, running, you know, a new machine with, uh, you know, fucking some type of <laughs> megahertz CPU on Windows XP. Guys, yeah, you might as well. We're getting a Celeron, guys. <laughs> a Celeron. Fucking Celeron. Intel. <laughs> Just because you give it a cool name doesn't mean it's good. You fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I too was burnt by the Celeron meme. <laughs> no. The, 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 I, think, I think I was going to try and make a point that um, basically it used to be that, especially like these big companies with big products, that you know, um, you the user needed to kind of do a lot, like actively participate in the product to engage with it. Like with Windows, you need to learn how to use Windows. And also as things like that, they depend upon an ecosystem of vendors around them, like people making software for it. So if YouTube would be like, the equivalent would be, say, you know, people, content creators, and not just content creators, but like content creators within like the strictures of how YouTube optimizes, like revenue and stuff like this. 
like there's a reason that most YouTube channels that are big have a similar like way of naming their videos and like thumbnails and content length. And that's because that's what makes you the most money because the algorithm optimizes for a certain thing. The point is that's okay. The creator, content creator comes along, learns the algorithm, makes money. But if they, th but, and so for a long time, these companies rely, like if people thought these products might just disappear, then they'd be, well, A, pissed off at the investment they'd already had. And they'd be much less likely to invest in the, in the platform because they might, like, they might become worthless. So like, that's, that's one of the reasons why Microsoft like takes so long to kill all Windows versions and so long to kill anything, you know, like any compatibility thing. Like they're only replacing, I mean, look, I have some problems with it, but they're only replacing like the control panel now. And it was what, like literally 20 years ago or more that it was invented. There's a better example of this, Brenton. Yeah, but if you go into the Windows System directory, yep. you can still find um, GDI.dll. Yep. <laughs> and uh, for, for those who don't know, which is everybody, um, GDI.dll was first shipped with Windows 1 in 1985. Exactly. As a 16-bit as a dealer. Yeah. So what's going on here, I think, is that these companies are testing the waters because, I mean... Not all of them are exactly equivalent to Microsoft because, like with Microsoft, so basically, if Windows like Windows only works if you can buy software that runs Windows. Otherwise, it's useless, right? Like it doesn't do anything. So developers, ha when you know before Windows was big, developers had to be convinced that okay, it's worth making money for this new platform, and I'm I'm not going to piss away five years of my life learning how to write fucking um, MFC programs on Microsoft Foundation classes. Obviously. <laughs> you were pissing away on MFC because it sucks. <laughs> oh, whereas UWP is the superior. Yeah, anyway. Let's Obviously. <laughs> UWP is great. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Adia. I'll call you back someday. And so not all these platforms are exactly equivalent, but if they certainly, like, as a user, you still have to come along and learn there. And also, actually, what is a better equivalent is a lot of these services you need to put money or data into. And it's not easy to get the data out and it's not convenient. So you want to know that the platform is going to stay around before you put your data in this platform. So traditionally, that's why these companies would either just like not kill a product, even if it like didn't make them a lot of money anymore. Or, you know, they would basically, they would handhold you, like, you know, blowjobs and handholds through and hugs through like any software deprecation or replacement. And what these are, like these new, like some of these AAA gaming companies and like you're saying, Eugene, and these um, Google, I think they're taking, they're trying out, they're testing orders to see if they can get away with just killing stuff and how much blowback there really be and like if it'll have a long-term effect. Because obviously from their perspective, if a product isn't doing what they want, the easiest thing to do, like they can just kill whatever. Like the, the thing about software is that, you know, there's a lot of transferable skill. So, you know, if you kill a product, you can just go to work on a different one, you know, and or like add engineers to this existing thing you've already got. Um, see also, here's the storm. And <laughs> what's happening with that? It still burns. It still burns. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I actually, I, it's so funny. I saw, a, I saw like a, a highly upvoted post on the uh, Hearthstone subreddit. Uh -huh. Where someone was saying that like, the fact that, like, they, so they used to play Hearth a lot and then they went away for a couple of years and they've come back and they're actually, um, they're really happy that the home screen for Hearthstone 
is exactly the same as it was two years ago, and they think this is a good thing. The blizzard hasn't changed anything. Okay. Uh, well, um, basically, they're really hesitant to change anything on the Hearthstone front, uh, developer-wise. Um, yeah. Yeah, they, they basically, like... It's to the point where it's to their own detriment. Anyway, I don't want to, like, take up too much more time because we've already been going for, like, nearly half an hour. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's basically the Hearthstone thing. They're like, we do not want to fuck with our simple uh, interface. Of course. Also, I mean, saying it prints money. Like, just don't fuck with it, right? Like, how's mm. <laughs> <laughs> about that for an idea? Yep. If any <laughs> broke, don't fix it. All right. Anyway, uh, thank you very much, Brenton. It was very insightful uh, going into the world of Google and software development and uh, seeing how much they can fuck with things. All right. Um, I'll, I'll skip my second item, as you're saying, for time, but I'll, I'll just quickly add the note. Still haven't played any League of Legends. Okay. Excellent. Week six of not playing any League of Legends. Yeah. I only have while, minimal man. scratches on my wrist. Uh, like, <laughs> I mean, I got my Methadone, Mobile Legends, and I still watch League of Legends. I get yeah. some of that high. Well, I mean, watching it is just like watching uh, watching the footy, you know, same okay. thing. Hmm. Yeah. No, right. footy. Anyway, um, so we will move on. And I think next is going to be the person who hasn't said a word in about 10 minutes. That is Sherry. Sherry, what have you got for us this week? <laughs> Um, well, it's, uh, so I've got about a sport that it's similar to what I currently play, which is called live action role play. So it's, um, the French fencing officials have actually given lightsaber dueling an official status, uh, within France, uh, simply because they're trying to actually get more people into the sport. So a few, a few things from what I've read up. Uh, is that the reason why is mainly things like Robin Hood, Musketeers and all that are not drawing enough people into the sport these days because everyone's playing video games like we've discussed in multiple podcasts before. Mm. So they're trying to actually bring more people into it. And there's a lot of key facts from the Star Wars universe that actually helps them bring it into it as well, simply because there are a few forms within lightsabers um, fighting. Uh, there's actually seven forms in total, but form two is actually already basically fencing. So that's the main thing that's actually going to take this off the ground. So, mm. so is is dueling? Um, obviously, it's a serious Olympic sport already. Obviously. <laughs> well, in it's actually more like WWE wrestling. It's very choreographed. To begin with, even before the French has actually tried to bring it in as a sport, so there was always a pre, always a predetermined loser in the current lightsaber, uh, lightsaber dueling. Yeah, so, oh, um... oh, 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 just like in George Lucas's films, eh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what I want to know is, is, is there a is there a children's choir who sings like ominous music while the lightsaber duel goes on? Yeah, that's what I want to know. <laughs> Well, the uh, snippet that I saw on YouTube, it actually, uh, it actually did have ominous music in the background, and it, it even had the whole like the sounds of the lightsaber hitting. They've actually installed new, uh, they've got these new technology for chips to put in the lightsaber to enhance the sound. So it's exactly what you see in the movies. Mm. No, because I did hear about this because um, there are like schools that you can go to um, that teach you how to. How to fight in this particular way 
Yeah, exactly. So um, for anyone that's keen on supernova, they actually there's stalls there that teach you the seven different forms. Uh, so yeah, you can definitely learn how to actually fight with a lightsaber. Uh, the biggest thing with the technology that they've actually put in there is before with the it would actually only make a sound if it actually hit another lightsaber. So it's also going to make a sound if it hits a person as well. And well, what about like power up the lightsaber? Does it make, does it make the <laughs> Yeah, it does all make the <laughs> sounds. <laughs> basically, basically put nice. a chip on the tip so that way it makes that stabbing sound when you stab someone in the chest. Yeah, cool. Man, this sounds like awesome. So um, it brings me to like, uh, there was also this virtual reality thing that was like going around that would, that would, um, is like your Jedi training. Have you guys seen those? Yeah. yeah. No, what's that? No, what's this? So um, yeah, sorry to like steal it, Sherry, but um, yeah, right. I, I bought it. I bought one for my brother for Christmas. It's, um, it's this virtual reality kit where you download, the, download like this training app and it gives you a, a lightsaber like handle to hold in your hand and then it like it takes you through training modules it sounds like more of republic propaganda brainwashing actually <laughs> shut up fucking rebel scum yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no i'm on the empire's side this time <laughs> well the biggest thing with the french um fencing officials they're trying to actually get children doing exercise rather than sitting behind their TVs and computers these days. Mm, mm. What I want to know, what I want to know, Sherry, is do you say on guard or do you say I am your father? I <laughs> <laughs> don't know. So I mean, uh, you could also be like search your feelings or something like that. Search your feelings. Exactly. <laughs> well, one of the catchphrases in the, um, in the uh, article that I read was Master Yoda, dust off his French, he must. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's the other one? It's over. I have the high ground. Yeah. <laughs> Which I've used many a times at LARP. Ah, uh, yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> so, yeah, the biggest thing as well, do you think this would actually entitle, entice you guys to do sports more if this was available in Australia? Um... um like I already do, yeah. So I already do like tons of running, and I have like two other hobbies. So no, I don't. I don't have time for more sports. <laughs> I like it's like uh, I have running and two other nameless hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> two other nameless hobbies, yeah, exactly. Which, which involve a lot of exercise. <laughs> they will yes. not be named. Um, <laughs> they shall not be named. Yeah. You know what? Um, I would definitely be into it. Um, as a fan of uh, most martial arts, I would be definitely keen to learn. Um, to learn more. Um, as a matter of fact, I am studying the way of the open hand. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. That's not a masturbation reference? No. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it's otherwise known as karate. Ah, oh, I see. Masturbation is the, um, is the art of the closed fist. I do have to ask, did the monk from Diablo 3 entitle, like make you want to do that or other things you just... No, no, my general other interests. Okay, yeah. I've always yeah, you, I've uh, always enjoyed martial arts. Well you, you've always enjoyed combat sports in general, general, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've always I've always enjoyed like combat sports and um because I've I've done um 
uh, 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 Muay Thai and um, was big into like uh, WWE and wrestling and all that stuff. I used to like wrestle my cousins all the time. Um, so yeah. I've always been like that. And it's just after, uh, you know, studying a lot of uh, Japanese uh, related things. So I thought I'd yeah. test out the uh, the Japanese martial art. Oh, that's good. Yeah, One it's always good Japanese to have a hobby. Arts. What about you, Brenton? Would something like this uh, actually entice you to get off behind the computers? So, to be honest, the thing that's most likely to get me um, out of my chair, like the, first, the thing or like for the first time in a long time, I've been like, oh, right here. The first thing that's meant you want to go outside since Pokemon Go came out. <laughs> yeah, that got a lot of people outside. Anyway, yeah, it did. Um, is a video I like re- recommended on my YouTube, where there's this video. Um, I can't remember the name of the video game. You guys know it. It's like this VR video game. You play with like virtual lightsabers, and you're like, but it's like Guitar Hero. Oh uh, yeah, like, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, and it's a video of someone doing that on Perfect to Caramel Dancing. Which is a mm. famous uh, like meme meme song, meme piece of music, and like that looks fun as fuck. Either that or VR chat, because that looks like a really nice yeah. place to be. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so well, you wouldn't be down for lightsaber battles, is what you're saying? To be <laughs> the real reason is because I'm not as into I'm 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 not as into Star Wars as a lot of people are. Okay. <laughs> No, that's, that's totally fair, fair. Totally fair, man. <laughs> it's not because I hate the moon at all. <laughs> no, I uh, I love me some Star Wars, so and uh, martial arts, so I'd definitely be down for all of this. I can't wait yes. to see it, Eugene. Okay. Let's well, okay, guys. Let's get Eugene a rig. Let's get Eugene a rig. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, just to let you know, it's actually been around since February, so. Okay. Uh, they're hoping to eventually broaden it to the um, internationally, but they're just trying to create that strong foundation within France to begin with. Mm. And they're starting to teach. They're trying to get more teachers as well. So, um, and also for anyone that is actually into the Star Wars scene, the uh, with the fencing style, it's actually used by Kiyama, Kia Adi Mundi, he's the one with the massive forehead and the little goatee, and also <laughs> Count Dooku. Oh, okay, sweet. Now you two can fight like a Republic like, general. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Count Dooku. So that's in the canon series that the um, Form 2 and basic just general fencing that is used, while in the expanded universe, even Qui-Gon Jinn uses it. Yoda, actually Yoda's mastered all seven forms, and also Anakin and Luke Skywalker. Uh-huh. You said the two magical names for the the majority of uh, Star Wars fans. Yep, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully these will get. Hopefully this will get actually a lot more people out there. Um, I'm actually excited for it myself. Like I said, I do LARP, so that's gotten me out of my seat to actually go live action, like physical D&D. Uh, so that's my exercise every fortnight or every week at the moment. So, um, yeah, I hope this really does kick off internationally rather than just over in France. 
Mm. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, sounds like something that's really cool. And um, I hope a lot of people will uh, get into it. All right. Is that it for and you today? Me. Yep. Yeah, Excellent. All right. Um, so thank you very much for that, Sherry. That was pretty insightful. Um, now, Sherry was talking about things that are going to get you out of your seat. I, this week, am going to talk about the complete opposite. <laughs> yeah, boy. Let's stay in our fucking seats, boys. And first of all, is I have a question for everybody. Now, if you were going to go to a fast food joint, all right, obviously, you know, there's a whole bunch of other things on the menu that you could get. But the one thing that I'm interested in is about where do you think is the best, like, hot chip? So, you know, obviously places like Macca's, Red Rooster, KFC, etc. I'd want to know. Are we, are we limiting ourselves to American franchises? Um, no, just general fast food joints that you could, um, you know, uh, go to in Australia. Mm. You know, I reckon See, that that's... Nando's? Why yeah, Nando's. Nando's? Yeah, I, yeah I was the, hoping you the guys would The parasol. Yeah, so I'm a, bit, I'm a bit partial to the Nando's as well. Uh, so that would that be your top choice? Either that or like fish and chips. Like, well, like you know those beer battered, like, it's no longer potato style chips. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's most of it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, cool, yeah. cool. Uh, we haven't heard from uh, somebody else. Brenton, Brenton, you got any opinions on this? Um, so I do. So the problem is the places I go to that have like really good chips, Unfortunately, I don't think they're like national chains. They kind of, you know, because I live in Sydney, so they're all like hipster local places. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. I yeah. mean, still, still be... having your 150 lashes with your. The crit joke is like, oh, you think 150 lashes is like rare? That's common. <laughs> <laughs> Prefer a nice kitten on tap. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what is it? No, there's a there's a thing about that. I want a uh, I want some perfume um, with a plum served in a man's hat or something like. That. Isn't that the um... uh, a plum yeah. floating in perfume served in a man's? Hat. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, that's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like I I I mean I fuck I mean. Joey can confirm. I fucking love Maccas. It's just, I don't rate Maccas chips that highly. Like, yeah. Pretty, I mean, more, obviously, like, like, if we were, like, doing other things, then Maccas might win out. But, yeah, as far yeah. as their chips go, um, yeah, I don't think so. I have, a, I have an interesting fact on that, actually. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, specifically, um, so, recently, Maccas ran an ad campaign where they claimed to be the most popular coffee in Australia. And they were going to get sued for... Um, False advertising, right? Because you can't just make claims um, randomly in advertising that are demonstrably false. Yeah, actually, you were, telling me, you were telling me about this. Keep going. Yeah. And um, actually, their the legal defense, they, they got the case thrown out of court, is that going by coffee sales, because Macca's Coffee is the most sold coffee in Australia, yeah. they can legally claim that they're also the most popular. Yeah, well, like, mm. by definition. The, I mean, popularity. By, by, by a definition of popularity, which, which they can use. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, like, that's, I, I mean, I interpreted the mint they'd sell the most, not that, like, they, can you imagine, like, they found a hundred guys with beers and top knots <laughs> and asked them what their favorite coffee was. Yeah, they all said Vegas. Oh, man, those beardy top knot guys are the 
Oh, that, like, mm. that's like, actually, to be fair, it's either the, the coffee shop that I go to is by a nice Asian man. <laughs> Makes me go coffee. It doesn't have a beard or a top knot. Holy shit. I <laughs> sorry, mm. I runs a coffee shop. Oh, that's a really good point, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it could, be a, it could be a front. It could be a front for something, you know. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> so going back to the topic, uh, it's a hard choice for me because I like the KFC seasoning. While I actually do like Macca's chips because they're just a nice and crisp yeah. normally. Nice baseline. Mm. So um, obviously I'll let you make your decision later. However, so what I'm going to say is there was a study used in heavy fucking quotation marks uh, done <laughs> on uh, on the deliciousness of the uh, of the fucking um, uh, restaurant chips. So it was over on news.com, um, and so anybody can head over there to have a look at it. And uh, they basically judged the chips on like you know the crunchiness and the seasoning and like the potatoey taste and all of the things that you'd probably want from a chip. And obviously, uh, the good old Maccas came in dead last. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, closely followed. Yeah. No, it's. I mean, I mean, according to this study. Um, yeah. Uh, then uh, next up on the list was Red Rooster chips. Apparently, mm -hmm. they were um, they were a bit. Um, so while they were much more potatoey than the um, uh, than their Maccas counterparts, they weren't very crunchy or crispy. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah, I was thinking that. It's like, ah, oh, the, the the soggy potato ratio is too. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, guys, just take it easy on the soggy juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously. Um, followed then by KFC. KFC actually ranked pretty low. Oh, wow. Mm. Oh, yeah, I've had some, like, I've had some mediocre KFC chips. Take that. KFC in the My Center basement in Sydney City. <laughs> yep, bad reference from Mr. Brenton here. <laughs> and the queue's usually too long. God. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so those those are apparently um, pretty low. Uh, up a bit higher on the list are places like Grilled. Uh, apparently, do a good chip. They're pretty. They're a pretty fat one. Uh, from like from what oh, uh, yeah. from experience. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, for like a mainstream, for like a mainstream corporate place, they're pretty good. Mm. And surprisingly, a place that I actually never thought would be up on here, the one that I thought would be the dankest fucking chips, are actually pretty high. Hungry Jacks uh, rated really high on this list. What? Yes. Actually, um, no, they changed the chips. Yeah. They actually changed Wait, really what? good. Like, I've had them, re the like, new ones, and they're, like, nice and crisp, but they still are a bit oily for me. Mm. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. Slow the fuck down. When did you reject it, you chips? <laughs> um, at, uh, at least um, two years ago, because I used to take my dad there for... Uh, oh, right. Mm. Oh, okay. I thought this was, like... Yeah, it's like a beer batter chip now. Yeah, so yeah. apparently ever since they changed it, it's thicker, it's crispier, and um, yeah, apparently it's just a fucking good chip. So uh, for those people looking for some good value, like chips, yeah, go to Hungry Jack's apparently. Yeah, no, very true. Uh, I, I, forgot that they, I forgot they changed their chips. Yeah. So um, really good now. Um, the top picks are, are actually a bit uh, less well-known. Um, but the one that should go as no surprise, um, 
is uh, a place called Lord of the Fries. It actually does like good chips. <laughs> it has it in the name. I know. <laughs> so yeah. Oh. I'm thinking of Lord of the Wings. This is what you need is you need to Lord of the Wings uh-huh. and Lord of the Fries to make like the Council of Lords. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was going to that place. I went beer with yeah, the fries. The like... <laughs> Joey, Jesus Go Christ. On. Do you want a War of the Roses? Because that's how you get one. <laughs> I want a War of the Roses. I want a fucking Game of Thrones between my between my fucking food court food court boards. Stabbing each other in the back with like the teenagers in French fries. <laughs> so stupid. Oh god. Uh, fucking burgers at each other. So yeah, so Sherry, do you have a final verdict for us? Uh it just depends on the mood that I'm in. If I have a KFC, mm. if I'm running something nice and salty, or if I'm looking for something crispy, Maccas. Mm. Yep, definitely. Um, for me, I do definitely have to agree with Joey and the um, the Nando's. It's just the very salt. Like, yeah. they want to be very salt. Yeah, the seasoning is just, like, the best. And the chips are usually never soggy, and they're always um, nice and uh, crunchy. If you consider the Paris salt to be cheating, though, like I, I will actually agree with the Jacks. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's fair. Cool. Cool. Um. So, yep. I uh. I just wanted to bring that to everybody's attention because um. Man, I just I I really do love me some good old carbohydrates, and um. That, uh, yeah. that is one of my favorite methods of uh, delivery. All right. Yep. Um. Next thing that I have is a, a small gaming announcement. Um that's pretty much going to make Borderlands uh, 3, which is a new game that was just um, announced, um, actually playable. So I don't know if you guys have ever played it, but essentially I think it's like what original Diablo and Diablo 2 was like as far as loot was concerned. You guys might have to correct me on this one. Where like you kill a dude and items drop and it's just fair game for everybody. Yep, that's pretty much how Diablo was. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, it really was. Yeah. Hey, Joey, the amount of times it would fight over loot. Yeah, the fucking sort of unreckoning. No, oh, I clicked it first, the I did. Yeah, so um, apparently, <laughs> That's apparently Borderlands oh, used to be the same. Oh, okay. So, like, the first two were um, were these looter shooters where you go around as, like, a, as a team and you go fuck up these dudes, and then, like, this loot will drop everywhere, and you just it's just whoever clicks it first has to get it. Which is obviously, like, somewhat okay if you're playing with a bunch of your bros. Um, but if you're playing with some randos, it could turn out pretty ugly. Yeah. Yeah, free loot system's the worst. Like, especially if you factor in the internet and, like, it's just, oh. Mm. So, yeah. So, like, obviously you guys be getting some Diablo flashbacks and all this other stuff. Um, but, yeah. So, Man, there are <laughs> stories. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Um, so yeah, so when it came to uh, Borderlands Three, they made the what I consider fucking beautiful announcement that they are going to a personalized loot drop, much like Diablo Three. Yeah. Oh yeah, cool. Mm. There is yeah. a there is actually a problem with personalized loot though. That's um, that free loot does solve because free loot is a valid game design decision. Mm. Um. In that personalized loot, in some ways, uh, reduces the roleplay aspect of uh, looting corpses. Oh yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. yeah. So, like, because one of the charms of um, a free loot system is, it's the same charm as a game called, um, uh, what the hell was it called? Darkfall. 
Well, Darkfall, basically, you walk around as a player and, like, suppose you just go outside. You can just die and, like, like someone can come up, kill you and take all your stuff. And that's mm. just part of the game. And, and then you'll just lose all of your things. Mm. Um, so, like, a player's cost will be, like, completely 100% loadable. Yeah, and obviously, okay. this, is, this is obviously open to griefing, right? Yeah, for but sure. Everybody, like everybody in the server, everybody has this underlying understanding. No, this is what the game is. Mm. The game is that you are in this dangerous environment where you can lose all your stuff, and all and everything you work for can just be taken away from you. And as long as all the players have that underlying agreement, it's a fun game for people who like that sort of thing. And also the rarity drop was a lot higher when you played with multiple people and it was free game for it. So Yeah, yeah. So, so, so that makes it exciting, right? So you, you know, if, you, if you're going to beat the ultimate Diablo, you know he only ever draws one Son of Jordan. So what you want to do is you want to defeat Diablo with less people. So that increases your chance of clicking the, the, the SOJ first. <laughs> clicking the fucking stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh... So, so you, you take on a bigger challenge by doing it with less people. And obviously in these games, you have to make friends because... Um, oh, I'm fucked. Yeah, well, <laughs> one of the cool things about a, a, a grief-enabled system, like, which is one of like free loot or like looting courses, one of the good things about a grief-enabled system is that you get actual trust and actual betrayal between players. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and, that is uh, true. And, yeah, and, and a sense of tension where like, this is a guy I don't know from Iran who can just fuck me over. But I actually trust him, and he's actually my friend. Mm. And I know yeah. he won't. Yeah, I suppose and that is a, a big RPG element, right? Exactly, and uh, and that's the sort of build you. That's the sort of bond you can't build with a system which doesn't for you. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's and very so, true. So, yeah, this is, this is, so that's the reason behind a free system. Like, it's not automatically just a bad game design decision to have freedom. Oh yeah, it was never. It was never a bad game design. It just um, it it wasn't very gamified. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Is uh is is what I would think about it because like, I don't know, I don't know. It 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 sounds like just fucking terrible to me for for me to, um, you know, go ahead and do all this comp complicated shit and then something drops, but then um, and someone know, yeah, fucking steals it. fucking like, no. <laughs> fucking like yeah. you know, XX Killer sixty nine, you know, just clicks it first <laughs> and then fucks off. Yeah, you know? no, no, no. he clicks it first. He clicks it first. Does mm -hmm. like. Like slash twerk, like like on your dead corpse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then he fucks. Off. Yeah, and then like fucks off, you know. Whereas, um, I mean, obviously, I'm a huge fan of um Diablo three, um, and the way that they have done their loot system. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, and like I think something like that would get me um giving this game a go. Really, like if I know that the loot's going to be like that, then that's just something that I that I'm all about. Like you know, shooting and looting. Mm. Yeah, no, to, to be fair, games that don't have like um, grief-enabled uh, systems do attract more players, and with a bigger player base, you just get more people in general. Mm. Yep. It's better for the company. And the, the trust element in the um, this looting system is that you, can, as long as it's tradable, like something that's really high, if you have a friend that's a different class, he may still trade something to you that's just dropped for him. Mm. I also think it like forms it forms like a I don't know it, it's more it's a more um, easy agreement when it comes to things because it's like 
yeah i um everybody's really in, in on it and everybody gets gets a reward when they when they get to the end so it's a much better uh, it's a, i don't know I, I'm, I'm hesitant to say better but it's a a way of getting people together and a good way in my opinion yeah i mean yeah. No, no, that's, yeah. That's, 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 there are arguments both ways i'm, I'm not going to pretend freely to first i'm just saying like um the, to explain the legitimate reasons why some people like free loot over mm. personal loot, like like sort of it. Yeah, that's fair. We we can't <laughs> we all have you know XX sixty nine killer or whatever. <laughs> who wants oh, man, to, we'll, who we'll, wants to stab we'll, everyone in the back? We all have that little rogue inside of all of us who's like who's <laughs> permanently thirteen, uh, permanently going your mum. <laughs> <laughs> uh yep that that guy yep that fucking guy oh um so yeah that was uh that was basically um all that i wanted to mention get some people's opinions about the loot system and um i might play it when it comes on sale nice yeah cool nice all right last well is the big man joseph um to be fair i i am shrinking I, I, I just want to point that out. Oh yeah, I know. Obviously. <laughs> obviously I, I, mm -hmm. Um. So I, I thought I'd end on a high note, and we're all gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> that is a fact. That's very. Uh, okay, that's yeah. Great. That's uh, uh. It's very upbeat. Sorry, sorry. To to be fair, we're all gonna die prematurely, like before our natural system would kill us. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's um there's an untreatable fungus going around. And the and that's what I've um that's what I've linked. It's called um it's called candy diasis. Candy uh -huh. it's the candy. We're, we're all gonna die of candy. Shit. Sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, it, it's actually called Candida auris, and it's just been recognized by the CDC as um, a super deadly fungus that's um, spread across the US, Australia, parts of Africa, Europe, and um, India. Oh, shit. Okay. That's pretty widespread. Yeah. And it's not treatable by antifungals. Oh, fuck. Okay. That's not good. Yeah. Uh, what causes it? Yeah. Good question. Sorry. Uh, Sherry, what was the question? What causes it? Uh, so it's a fungus. So um, you catch a fungus and it lives inside. Where would you catch this kind of fungus from, though? Hospital. Okay. Yeah, so... Um... <laughs> dun, dun, dun. The irony was as palpable as the fungus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I've, I've linked an example of candidiasis, which is what this fungus causes, where, where basically just white chip just appears on your organ, and um, it's too much white chip, and it'll, it'll eventually just like, shut down your organs. Uh, um, it's a it's a form of it's a form of thrush actually. So, um, and people most susceptible to it are elderly and infants who have a weaker immune system than normal people. Mm, yeah, sure. It's uh, very predatory <laughs> in nature. Whoa, 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 whoa! I want to stop you there. I think you mean immunity enabled. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fucking transimmunity. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm transfungal, thank you very much. Um, so yeah, <laughs> transfungal. Yes. The uh, the big thing about it is because um, of the ways that fungus actually travel. Um, 
it's you do have to be in a close proximity to the person that is infected. Right. right. Yep. Um, one of the one of the bad things about um, Candida Oris specifically is that uh, they quarantined a guy, which is like a, one of the news stories I linked. Uh. But they they quarantined a guy who had it. It was um, uh, seventy eight or something, uh. and he died. Um, but the thing was, after he died, like every every square micron of his hospital room was covered in fungus. Oh Jesus! Whoa. Yeah. So 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 like if you can imagine like like alien movies where like the spore just explodes. Uh. Uh, actually, is that alien or something else? It doesn't matter. Um, yeah, like literally every square micron of his hospital, of his hospital room, like the screens, the whiteboards, the pens, the poles, the the bed, obviously, the the pillow, the ceiling, the floor, the windows, everything was covered in fungus. Yeah, they, 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 they actually had to rip up the tiles of the floor to to get into the grab, to to completely eradicate it. Man, that's insane. Yeah, and, sounds um, like black mold almost. <laughs> the right, black mold. Sorry, this is black mold. <laughs> Sherry's sorry, had this close is... encounters with the black mold. Yes, I have. It's black mold on steroids. Like, mm. <laughs> give the. Uh, why, is, why does my brain always go racist? Give the black mold some watermelon. And, <laughs> 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 uh, I mean, I can attest. Guys. I can attest to that. If I was black mold, I would definitely eat the watermelon. <laughs> exactly. Watermelon because it's work. delicious, not because I'm a black man. All right. Can you hear that? Hear that noise in the distance? Is it, 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 it quiet re from Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> it's just being deplatformed. Oh shit! I'm sorry, Jack Conti. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, yeah, and it's um, the other cool thing about this is that it has appeared suddenly. So um, there, basically, a few months ago, there was no Candida auris that we cared about, uh. and then it mutated in like seven different countries all at once, and now we care about it because it's killing us. Well, yeah, that's generally when people start caring about it. Yeah, uh, you know, curiously enough, there are actually viruses that live within us that are completely uh, asymptomatic, like they don't actually kill us, but they're uh, foreign entities. Oh, yeah, dude, that's like, yeah, people like that are called carriers, but obviously, um, if, you know, the majority of the population are carriers, then nobody gives a fuck about it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like, um, like uh, what's the herpes? Yep, yep. Because herpes uh, in general is, asympt is just an asymptomatic, I think, mm -hmm. the virus? Uh, it, it yeah, it, it is. Just, it just it just it just lives inside us. And yep. We just have herpes. So uh, basically, all, like almost everybody has herpes. Is um is the yeah. takeaway here? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, so I'm actually kind of curious. Do you know any science about this at all, Joey? Because I'm very curious as to why it's not responding to <laughs> any mean, antifungals. I mean, look, Joey does have to make time in his busy schedule of performing science. <laughs> <laughs> As a as a recognized scientist, <laughs> as a recognized scientist, fuck you. Um, <laughs> I fucking try to be a recognized scientist. And yeah, because like institutions, the, the primary the way, the primary way that we try to like fuck up funguses is like, and the reason that they spread is they're all like interconnected. Like mm. the, you know, the, it's the way that they grow is like they generally have like this. Well, 
for the for lack of a better word a root system um yeah, sure, sure. yeah so like generally we try and attack that root structure um so yeah i was just curious if you knew why it's untreatable or just like the fact that all of our normal uh, to methods be honest, aren't I, working. All, all i know is that um it's been declared an antifungal by the cdc and mm -hmm. the reason i assume is because they give people antifungal medication and it doesn't yeah okay sure so um yeah that like like i that's my that's my limited understanding yeah that's fine it's currently cool. um it's currently obviously under close scrutiny because um we have three governments who, who care about it at the moment uh -huh. um and they as far as i know the only thing they can do is um isolate let the people isolate let the person die and um, uh, kill it after the person's dead mm. yeah unfortunate yeah that's a very um, fucked up way to deal with it but yeah. oh well it's no it, uh, it's what can medical science do i mean if it like literally nothing is currently working it's mm. it's actually really scary though because um a person was a person was admitted to hospital for an appendectomy at the age of 78 and he caught the um candida and this is a 70 year old man he's just gone through surgery and his um 35 year old daughter came to visit him in hospital yeah. and he was sitting in a in a he was sitting in his own feces because the hospital staff refused to help him move because they were you know they didn't want to catch the fungus oh uh, <laughs> yeah right <laughs> just because uh, our medical system is really shitty <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay yeah so apparently apparently that guy was okay though because his natural immunity fungus and he was able to go home a few months later oh, okay. uh, I, I, i'm not too sure what happened in, in that case mm. Well, in regards to it, uh, from what I've read, uh, in regards to resistances, resistances, it doesn't mean that it's completely immune to the uh, those things. Because I've gotten sick recently, and my doctor said that if you continuously use antibiotics for the whole duration of it, not just the first initial five, then your system's reliant on the actual antibiotic, while if you just give it let your body heal itself, then these kind of diseases won't get as immune, uh, won't get an immunity to the um, antibiotics. Yeah, correct. What? Um, Say that because, again. Sorry, Sherry. So my doctor said that you shouldn't actually rely the for the medication and drugs to run through the whole course of the disease only just to give you an initial boost for the first five days and then stop using it and rely on your body to actually... Wait, 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 wait. So a doctor told you to not use all of the antibiotics that they prescribed you? He said use it for five days. Oh, okay, right, okay. So, so he said... So in regards to this, he said he gave me enough that could last me more than five days, but he said, use it for five days, and that should help you boost it and get rid of it. Okay. Because like, normally... He, he told me not to finish it all. Okay, because normally you want to take all of it, because then that's how, like, we don't get the super virus. I think that what we should say is that we are not doctors. This is not medical advice, and you should listen to your doctor. 
You should, exactly. absolutely. Listen to your own doctor, but yeah, I was just saying what my doctor yeah, sure. told me. Yeah. Due to my health status. Yeah. So, and... Oh, guys, like... guys, you forget. Like, do we always forget Sherry's a super soldier, so he gets different medical advice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm the cap. Anyway. Because I was but just always Captain under the Australia. assumption. Yeah. I was just always under the assumption that, like, if we let some of the bacteria live after treating it with antibiotics, right, it will evolve to have an immunity to that antibiotics. And then when it attacks or goes in somebody else, we try to treat it with the antibiotics and it doesn't work. Well, the biggest thing that he said to me is that if for like, this is health advice for me by my doctor, no one else, <laughs> um, that because I'm a young and healthy man, if I'm reliant on this kind of stuff, then I will actually get, oh, what's the, what's that word that you guys were using? Like my immunity would get stuffed because my body would be reliant on drugs and not by itself. Okay. Um, cool. That's a medical professional. Excellent. Um, by the way, Australia has a, has a vast history of great medical, medical professionals. <laughs> Um, I just want to point to the last seven fucking dodgy doctors uh, that are all over a current affair, like, <laughs> every fucking night. Okay. But yeah, no, no, no. Um, what, what Sherry's talking about, um, it's, it's different to what you're talking about, Eugene, because you, you're correct, and also Sherry's correct. So, and this is from what I know from general reading on the internet. Mm. Essentially, Eugene, yes, you, you obviously want to kill the disease 100%. Um, the, the, the advice isn't about that. It's, it's more that, like, because we make our own fucking T cells and H cells and whatever fucking cell to kill whatever um, whatever bacteria it is, uh-huh. and we can one hundred percent kill it with our own immunity sometimes. And if we can do that, we should. Yeah. Okay. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, and it's um it's it's on if you're a if you're on a steroid based antibiotic, it's different if you're on a some other basis of antibiotic. Like I don't know enough about it. Mm. I think what you're saying so, is, yeah. if you're a young healthy man, God loves you more, and so you don't need as much <laughs> medical science. Um, no, Brent, that's that's dangerous. If you're a young healthy white man, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyone else? Keep taking the drugs. Watch yes. out. <laughs> God's coming for you. <laughs> yeah, privilege. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, so I thought um, I thought Candida Auris was um, kind of interesting. Uh, God's obviously playing um, what's it called, Plague, Plague Incorporated. Yep. Yep. And so we're all in a big Plague Incorporated game, and this is just the start. Either that, or it's um, the Mother of Earth uh, trying to tackle the uh, population. Yeah, you know, it could be that. It could be a response to um, Donald Trump's election. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, that's definitely it. The Russians are pissed, right? The Russians are pissed. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, Trump got elected. After you're going to die, it's better this way. <laughs> Activates the fungus. <laughs> yeah, that's what the shortwave radio thing was. It's oh all God, falling it's into it's, place. It's all falling into place. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, I know you're dying. Could be... All right. Well, uh, <laughs> is that all you have for us today, Joey? Oh yeah, yeah. I just, I just like Google. Okay. Like, oh, this is cool. Uh, uh, Candida auris, if you if you care about it. 
Okay, no worries. Um, so, yep, listeners, if uh, you you want to learn more about this uh, possible end of humanity, uh, go check it. Uh, go check it out. All right. I hmm? am not looking forward. Man, like, if okay, I have to die of like some pandemic. I don't want it to be a gross pandemic with fungus. So I'm gonna feel like, like, I want to die fast, not be like sick, and then halfway through realize that. No, you're not sick with a cold. You're sick with like the endemic fungus, which is just gonna kill you. Like, oh, well, fucking awesome! Yeah, well, you know I, I, mean... I, I want the next pandemic fungus to be like, um, it, it only affects males, and your sexual organs grow so large that like it literally explodes. Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. Some of the gross white fungus. It's like, oh man. This is gonna be great for like about a month, and then no, you're dead. <laughs> um, and I just want to uh, add the video game I couldn't remember before is called Beat Saber. And, Beat Saber. Yeah, Beat Saber. Uh, the video Beat Saber Caramel Dancing Speedy Kate Remix on Expert with 1.67 million views, and the, and the second comment is Caramel Dancing. Here's I haven't heard that name in years. Cool beans. Funny. I mean, wait, are you guys not aware of the meme? Oh no, no idea. No. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> Carol Dancing is like one of these like meme anime style, like high pitched, like repetitive songs that was like really popular for a while on the internet. Okay. You said, you said, you said the word anime and that's generally where you would lose me in the majority of situations. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, forget you guys are such squares. Yeah. Oh, no, no, you are a black man. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, you're talking to me? Yes. <laughs> Why am I black man? Because you, you like your whip trash. Yeah, that's like, okay, to be fair, that's like, it's, if, you, if you can't Brazil in that statement, it seems to be like a really true thing. Like, anime is yeah, really true. popular no, in Brazil. Like yeah, it's it really, it's like basically the anime revival, like in the West, isn't happening like here or in America. It's happening in fucking Brazil. <laughs> that is all. Alrighty, so that does bring us to the end of our podcast. After Brenton reminding us about things, uh, so uh, if anybody wants to uh, send us an email, give us some ideas, or tell us some more facts, things that we might have gotten incorrect, you can send an email over to the podcast email address. That is the uh, stspodcastau at gmail.com. So you can send all of your links over there to stspodcastau at gmail.com. Um, if you also want to check out um, or contact us via the Twitters, we are at stspodcastau. Uh, you'll find some things on there. Um, mostly the things that I talk about during most of our episodes can be found over. Uh, I've retweeted over on our Twitter, so you can go and check those out. Um, so yep, you'll see that the most recent one is the potato chip study. Um, cool. And if you want to contact Joey, Joey, where can people find you? You can find me on jhray.com, the central hub for all jhray media franchise, including SCS Box. Excellent. <laughs> the Yowie Power Hour featuring Matt and Karen talking about all sorts of nonsense. Mm-hmm. Also, their podcast is super fun. Yep, it's pretty good about the occult. Um, yeah, mm. really great. I'm also an active blogger on memes, life, and uh, whatever, that, whatever else the fuck I want to talk about because it's my fucking website. Mm-hmm. Your media franchise. <laughs> my media franchise. <laughs> like, 
Wait, how do we deplatform him from his own website? Shit. <laughs> I know. Good luck. You'll have to contact the CEO of DigitalOcean and nobody knows who that is. If only we knew who his web host was. <laughs> no, I, I, if I got the platform of DigitalOcean, I, I literally just run my web server like off of a Raspberry. Mm. That's, fucking, that's fucking sick. Yeah. All right. Um, you can find me over on Twitter. I am at OvalTeenGene. So if you ever want to send me a link, things to talk about on the show, you can go catch me over there. And uh, for anybody else, you can just send an email to the uh, podcast email address. All right. Uh, thanks very much for joining me, everybody. It was great uh, shooting the shit with you guys this week. Thanks, yeah, Gene. It was great. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. No worries. And uh, catch everyone later. See ya. Yeah. See ya.